It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. I hope you're in the mood for love. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. How you doing, Simon Marcel, our Frenchie? Doing good. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Bonjour. Good evening. Bonsoir. Thank you for being with us on the Love, Dating, Romance, and Relationship Show. I have a question for you, Simon, to find out if you're uh, cuckoo or not. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Have you ever gotten revenge on your cheating girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, I guess? Not really. No. Not really? My only girl, my only Only a little was... sugar in the gas tank or... That, yeah. What do you the, mean? The, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. You did you wait, you've I actually that. done that? Oh, I was just yeah. throwing that out there. Like I, I did that. Pu- you put sugar in a woman's gas tank. That was long cheating. Time ago. Oh my gosh. What <laughs> happens? Like the engine just doesn't work? So yeah, it would have yeah, it, it stops working because I, I the just gasoline. thought that was like an old like wives' no, no, tale. No, no. I didn't know people actually did that. You unscrew <laughs> the lead and then uh-huh. you do tuk 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 and that's it. The, the sugar little rolls, sugar duck, cube duck, goes. Duck, duck, oh, duck, you, duck. oh, you did cubes. How dainty and delicate. That's but lovely. That of, you didn't yeah. use like a bag. You just plopped a bunch I of cubes. I didn't have a bag. In. I went. Uh, no, did you go to your crystal sugar bowl and plop, plop, plop? Duck, duck. No, um, no. Well, the reason I'm asking about your uh, uh, getting revenge is because we found this funny uh, story here about ways to get oh so sweet revenge on the cheating ex now. I don't know if revenge is a very good idea. I'm too scared to do revenge because I feel like then somebody will retaliate again and I don't need any <laughs> legal problems or broken items or cars that are not running. So we'll talk more about getting revenge on that cheater on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. You're listening to The Rendezvous tonight with Simon and Angie. We're talking about getting revenge on that cheating Cheater, cheater big pants that you were just dating. Um, you're angry. You want to get some revenge. Uh, Simon apparently has done the sugar in the gas tank trick. I, shame uh, on me. Shame on you. Um, Back in Paris. But here's, here's some of the best ways, they say. Cut that person off just absolutely, completely, 1,000. Once you discover they're cheating, find a great way to break up and reduce them to a begging puppy, but you don't budge when they want you back. Like, no mercy. You don't exist. You're gone. Bye. Um, I've that's done the best. That. Complete avoidance. Yeah. Distance. Um, and then uh, they also say get a rockin' body going. Chloe Kardashian once said the best form of revenge is a good body. She even has a show, Revenge Body, after a breakup, and she wasn't kidding. What better way to show your ex what they're missing when the next time they see you, you're like, bam, right? I don't buy it. You don't buy it? I just think that us guys. Haven't you ever ran into an ex yeah. and you're like, oh my God, they look so good? Wow. But she, That's the no. best. She looked good when I was with her. She looked good before I was with her, and she still looked the same after I was with her. I, I think that's, I can see from a woman's point of view, but because like, we're very visual. But honestly, Angie, I don't think any man look at an ex and say, oh my gosh, she's now so oh. well built or so I, hot I like disagree. That. I disagree. I, I remember one time I was at a party that um, a guy had cheated on me. I was at this party maybe like a year later. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was with my girlfriend, single, whatever. I looked good, and I know I looked good. Okay. And I could catch him looking at me here and there, even though he was with a date. And he texted me the next day, wow, you looked so hot last night. And I was like, yeah. I never wrote back, just knowing that he thought that. Yeah, think about me. It's the best feeling ever. <laughs> okay. um, another one they're saying that I don't know if I will go this far is become friends with the girl that he cheated with. So... The whole motive behind cheating is to have a oh. hidden affair and the secret. So if you bring her out in the open, become friends with her, that's going to make him squirm. That's vicious. I just, I don't have time for that. 
Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. Junior like, just high. move on w- with your yeah. life. Um, broadcast that person's infidelity everywhere. Some might say it's immature, but if you really want to make light of the situation while making his life a living hell, make flyers, posters, emails, uh, get a skywriter, maybe a billboard. Uh, you know, tell everybody. I don't know about mm. that, but I, I feel I don't like... Do, don't do that. This is... Yeah. That's not class. I mean, or you could get a national radio show and broadcast it, which I've done. So, well, that, that I is have class. done that. And can I tell you the audacity of the person that cheated on me, what he did after I told the world yeah. that he cheated on me? Because I had been talking about this relationship for a year. We dated for like a year. And I found his ex girlfriend's underwear in his bathroom um, one day. And sort of went crazy. And then the next morning, I was talking about the fact that we weren't together anymore. And I might have been crying a little bit. And I said, you know, he's a cheater, cheater, whatever. Um, He called my boss and demanded to tell his side of the story on the radio. And I said, wow, this is not a political campaign. You don't get equal time. Get your own radio show. And I'm still waiting for that to happen. So we never got to say his part. (laughs) <laughs> but Simon, let's take some calls. I want to hear what people have done or yes, maybe what's been done to you um, mm-hmm. regarding the revenge and the cheating. 855-905-8255. Phones are next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. The topic right now, getting revenge after being cheated on. Or maybe somebody got revenge on you, you bad person. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Let's pick up the line in West Chase, Florida, listening on Mix 100.7. Here's Maddie. Hi, Maddie. So what comment do you have on this cheating? Did you ever get revenge or did someone get it on you? Um, So I got revenge. I was the person who got revenge on my ex who I know cheated through social networking. And when I saw the picture, he was all in love. And I had actually seen this woman before and everything. So I was like, okay. So I confirmed that he was cheating. Mm. um, And I did do a revenge body. What'd you do? mine, Mine was... So he's like this health nut, and yeah. uh, so I really did the one-two on him and did the uh-huh. thing on him, lost 30 pounds. Yes. Um, and I posted a picture of me on the beach in two yes. pieces, oh, naked. Talk about it. <laughs> and I just tagged all his friends. Run, and tell I was it. Like, hey, if you want her, it. go for her, but look at this, you know? Look so at it this. It was a revenge body with a one-up. And you looked better than her. Exactly. Way better. Way better. Ooh, I la, like la, it. La, la. Hey, and then the, that's like, you know, kind of like a win-win for you because A, you're getting your revenge and B, like, uh, you look so much hotter and you're ready for like the next better relationship. There you go. That's what I, I was thinking, and I beat him at his own game because I think he, like, judged me a little for what he thought might have been pudgy or whatever. But I was like, I don't care. I'm going to get healthy anyway, and I lost 30 pounds. You got it. Wow. I love it. Impressive. Healthy and hottie. Right on. Thank, Thank you so you. much for calling, Maddie, and sharing your story with us. And you make sure you keep listening, Maddie, in case it ever happens again. And I have a couple of more ways you can get revenge. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to keep listening. I'm going to be ready. <laughs> All Thank right. You, you better not have it again. All right. Thanks. More Rendezvous next. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Cheater, cheater, mm-hmm. cheater, cheater. We're talking about getting revenge on cheating. Um, yes. And, uh, you know, we took a call from our awesome caller, Maddie, said, hey, I just got super hot, and that was my best revenge. And we just had a DM that just came through on our Twitter, Simon and Angie. This is from Tyler says, after I found out that my girlfriend was cheating on me, I sent her mom an email with all her naked pictures she'd ever sent me. 
attached to the email just to embarrass her. Oh, come on. It's messed up, Tyler. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well at least he that. didn't like send them to the whole world. I mean, your mom will forgive you and she loves you. But if you send them to the boss or something, I don't know. That would be very bad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's this article that we found on uh, ways to get revenge. I don't advocate for revenge, by the way, because I I feel like, you know, everybody's hoping they get some sort of relief after this. And I feel like it doesn't really get you relief because you're still focusing all this energy on someone else when you should be moving on. And some of these revenge moves can get you in legal trouble. Um, They could get you hurt. Um, So I would I would not. There's. Maybe so one we it? can agree is, is the only revenge is distance and silence. If you living wanna, well, li- yeah, living live well, and living happily, and no, no more communication whatsoever with the ex. Exactly. Um, one of the things they say is is fun to do is date one of his friends. Men get extremely territorial with women, especially when it comes to their friends even coming anywhere near their girlfriend. So to really make the cheater mad, go smash the best friend. And then the last one, Simon, is the one you said: silent treatment. Forget it. Total that person silence. doesn't exist. Yeah. Distance, delete, block. Yeah. You, to me, that seems life. like the healthiest way to start getting over somebody. Just like move on with your life, right? And mm-hmm. there's always more fish in the sea and always more love just around the corner. Always. Let's get back to the love, Simon, when we come back on okay. The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We love giving advice to our beautiful, amazing listeners on their love, dating, relationship, Mm -hmm. love lives, all that. Um, And we also would like to take your questions. If we're not here, you can call anytime at 855-905-8255 and leave us a voicemail. And Simon, I have one here that I want to get to. I I love this one. It, It is from Marisol. Let's listen to her. Hey, Simon and Angie, this is Marisol, and I am calling from New York. I love listening to you guys on uh, 995. Um, I need some advice. My boyfriend and I have been together for about three years now, and we are talking about uh, taking the next step to getting engaged and eventually married, which I'm super happy about. However, um, we've both been having some disagreements about how the ring should be chosen and I think I should have pretty much a hundred percent say in what the ring looks like because I'm the one who's going to be wearing it for the rest of my life but he thinks it should be a surprise and that it should be something that he picks out so that it's special from him but I'm worried that if he just picks something out that it's going to be something that I don't enjoy and I don't want to look at the ring every day and be like yeah I love him and I love our marriage but oof, is that the hideous ring um, so I want your advice. What is a good compromise? What should we do? Uh, I hope I hear me on the show. Thanks, guys. Love you. Oh, you hear you on the show now, Metasol. Thank you so much for your call. <laughs> um, so she thinks that she should pick the ring. Simon, would you be hurt or disagree with your fiance saying, oh, no, no, I don't trust you. I'm going to pick the ring. Not at all. Uh, Marisol, I'm with you 100%. This is for you. For your happiness, mm. and I, I don't want to get in the way of anything that will make you happy like this. It's a mm. one ring, hopefully for the rest of your life. Mm. And uh, I would be totally on board of, of you telling me what you want. Really, women are wearing the ring, so we, us guys, should just do the best we can to make our women happy in, in that sense, Angie. So I disagree. Uh, why? Um, it's kind of like the difference between somebody giving you a gift card or picking out a gift. 
I, I want to know that you walked through the store, you looked at everything, you had me in mind, you thought long and hard about it, you saw something that spoke to you that said me. I want to know a story about it. I want to know why you picked it. I want to know that you know my tastes, that you know what I would love. And I think for Marisol, there's a way to guide him in a certain direction and then let him pick something in that family. So, for instance, when... Jason and I started talking about, you know, that we want to get married and I knew that he was going to propose sometime soon. Mm -hmm. I would just drop a little hints here and there. Like I would find a ring, a picture of a ring in a magazine and rip it out and sort of like leave it on his, you know, briefcase or something. So he knew which way to go. Didn't mean you have to give me this ring, but this is what I'm liking. These are my tastes. You should know me if you want to marry me well enough to know what I would love. I, I totally understand what you're saying, and, and I respect that strategy too. But if Marisol, you know, left us a voicemail, it shows how important it is for Marisol that this ring is 100%, not 99%, but 100% the one she wants. So happy wife, happy life. If I was Marisol's boyfriend, going to be fiancé and husband, I would say, honey, whatever makes you happy, let's go to the store. Because for you... Marisol, it's super important. For Angie, what's more important apparently is, is the man the, and the, well, the, the marriage. <laughs> but no, I mean, but by how he understands you and get to know you and can guess I, I on like his own. I like the surprise. Yeah, yes. I, like, I like knowing but, that he planned that. I also think, Simon, that it's a big deal for a man to propose, to pick a ring, you know, where women say things like, you know, I've been thinking about what my wedding dress would look like or what my wedding would look like my whole life and it's my day. This is the thing that the guy gets to do, that it's the guy's planning the guy gets to orchestrate this whole thing. But what's the goal? Make Marisol mean? happy. That's Marisol the only goal. should be happy. She's marrying the man of her dreams. But she she wants that special ring, that one, not another one. So I want to make Marisol happy. Well, if he's insisting that he picks it out, do you think she should maybe just drop a whole bunch of hints of like a thousand pictures of rings just, so he knows? Yeah, Marisol, if he insists, just give him so many documents, pictures, dimensions, right, he, that he can't screw locations, it up. can't miss. That's a good compromise then. Make sure that he won't miss so that you don't get stuck <laughs> with something that you don't like. That's um, right. All right. I have a question, a follow-up question about that ring situation that we were just talking oh. about, Simon. I want to ask you next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We just had an email that came into uh, simonandangie.com from Marisol that we were talking about regarding the fact that her and her fiancé um, are having a disagreement about the ring because she mm-hmm. wants to go with and pick the ring out. Mm-hmm. He wants to have that moment where he picks it out and surprises her. Um, mm-hmm. We said, drop a thousand million hints, pictures, all of it, so that he can't screw it up. Let's say, yeah. Simon, here's my follow-up question for you. Okay. Um, you know, she sends him a million pictures. He screws it up somehow. How? I don't know how, <laughs> okay. but he screws it up. Should she tell him, if you get a ring you don't like, should you voice that? Yes, you should. Life is short but long at the same time. You cannot have on your fingers something you dislike or feel disappointed by. You don't want a symbol of disappointment on your finger where it should be a, a symbol of love, of future, and everything else. It's symbolic, but symbolic is what makes our life mm-hmm. you know, real in some ways. We need symbols. We need reality. So I think it's totally fine for a woman who doesn't like her ring if it's not to ask for tons of money more and he can't afford it. But if it's the same kind of money... Us men are here to make uh, women happy. That day is more than any other day. So absolutely, Angie, I said if if Marisol didn't receive, after all the hints, the right one, for sure, either go change it or ask, oh, yes, of course, no unspoken, no problem. 
I will say that I love my engagement ring that my husband yeah. gave me. It was it was a solitaire, but I wanted to add diamonds to it. I didn't want to change the ring. I didn't want to change the yeah. I just wanted to dress it up a little. I think if I would have said I want a completely different ring, then it might have stung a little bit. But this is my way of kind of getting what I wanted too. <laughs> See, but but it's important, and I know how happy you are with this ring. I love I my mean, ring, but I would have yeah. loved it without the accoutrement that I had with added the, on. Without the accoutrement, very French exactly. word, accoutrement. Yes. Okay, we're gonna do more rendezvous, love, dating, romance topics next. Welcome back. You found The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, and people needing advice with myself, Angie Taylor, Simon Marcel, as always here. Thank you for being with us tonight, everybody. Bonjour, Angie Taylor. Uh, Bonsoir. Bonjour. Um, Simon, I want everybody to know that you can ask a question on email, simonandangie.com, or on our social platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Simon and Angie for all of those. We have an Instagram. Somebody slid up in the DMs with a question, Simon. Mm -hmm. Um, I cannot say the name. They asked me not to. Um, But they said, hi, uh, please give me some advice. My boyfriend is coming with me to one of my friend's weddings very soon. Another person that I dated will be there. Should I tell my boyfriend about the fact that I dated this person before we go? Or should I just pretend that never happened? Well, it's always better to be honest. To avoid problems if it's going to happen. So but why start if, a problem if there isn't one yet? So if it's going to happen. So but how do you know? You have to kind of take a guess. If it's going to be revealed, no one wants to be in the dark and then get to know that and have no time to react and put in your face that information. Right. Like last minute. Oh, why didn't you tell me about that? So I agree with you. If it's not broken, why fix it? But at the same time, you can't for your partner's dignity, not right. tell him in advance if you think it's going to be said. It's I guess too you risky. Have to, yeah, you have to like really make that call on whether or not the person that's going to be at the wedding is the type of person that would go around and tell people, oh, yeah, we used to date, and it would get to your boyfriend. So yeah, exactly. if, if he's that dude, then yes, maybe give him a heads up. If you don't think it's ever going to come out, then I wouldn't say anything. I agree. If you can avoid it, don't talk about it. I agree. Thanks for sliding in our DMs, mystery person. Somebody holding needs advice. We'll get to that next. This is The Rendezvous. Love dating, romance, relationships, and lots of advice coming from me, Angie Taylor, and Simon Marcel here every night with you. Yes. Bonsoir. And, uh, bonsoir. And thank you for being with us tonight. 855-905-8255. We're going to take some calls. Uh, one holding right now. Let's get to it, Simon. Mm-hmm. Um, listening in Weslaco, Texas on KISS 105.5, 106.3. Here's Paulina. Hi, Paulina. Hey, how are you? Bonjour, Paulina. We are good. <laughs> what can we help you with, dear? Well, my husband and I moved into a new house, and we got our tax return this year, and everything's great, and he wants to take that money and spend it on a hot tub, and Mm. I am kind of weirded out by that. Like, We're married. We don't have kids to have, you know, kid parties or for them to go in, and and so, what, we're just going to invite our couple friends over to be in bathing suits and hang out and go into our hot tub? I don't know. I just think the whole thing is weird, and I don't want to spend our money on that, and I'm not sure how to convince him that it's strange for adults to get a hot tub to throw hot tub parties. You think it sends a certain message, like, hey, come over for a hot tub party? What message is that sending 
Uh, exactly. <laughs> you, you. So do you think that exactly. people are going to think that you want to have like wild parties in your hot tub? Yeah, and we're happily married. I'm not trying to send the message that we're not or that we're trying to see other people in bathing suits or anything like that. And I just think it's strange. And I am trying to convince him that we should spend the money somewhere else. Interesting. Simon, do you think that that sends a certain message? Like, you know, let's say, Simon, you know my husband, Jason, and I very well. Uh Um, We also just moved into a new house. If we get a hot tub and say, hey, Simon... Me and Jason are going to go get in the hot tub. Why don't you come over? Would you think, oh, we're just going to relax in the hot tub and have a glass of champagne? Or would you be like, that's weird, me sitting with you guys in a hot tub. It's like we're all taking a bath together. So (laughs) because we're such good friends, I wouldn't think about anything else than good friends. I mean, you know. Oh, you should then. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Okay. Maybe you should So Paulina, listen, we're such good friends, I would not think twice about it. For Paulina, now, I I see the, the issue. I understand Paulina's situation and i think that you're right to try to convince him otherwise how to do this how to convince him otherwise is to give him something that like uh, he would like and make him happy with something different yeah like Um, instead of a hot tub maybe we get a really cool grill like upgrade and you know yeah cook out stuff Guys like grills. I don't know. Maybe you get a, um, a bouncy thing. Like a, a, <laughs> a trampoline. Oh, a new, I don't oh, know. <laughs> a, new, a new TV screen that is huge. Stuff right. that he enjoys. So, so that I like. Of, I'm into that. I'll pitch that idea. <laughs> the TV? The, yeah. do you, you think he'd be in for like a big screen or like a theater size like TV? Uh, what guy, what girl wouldn't like a huge screen TV? Maybe direct him instead of fighting about it like Simon is saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that tonight. <laughs> um, are you gonna try that tonight? If you if you guys are free tomorrow, Jason and I would like to invite you over for a hot tub party. You guys doing anything? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We wish you and your husband the best of luck. Congrats on the new house and have fun. Thank you. Spending okay, that uh, hard earned tax return on something um, maybe less kinky. All right. Okay. Thanks. Good luck All to right. you. Have a good night, Polina. Um, Simon, so, I want to talk about you know having to put your foot down on something that you refuse to do or refuse to buy or refuse to have or whatever in your relationship. This is not happening. I'm not doing this. I'm not into this. Whatever it is, when did you have to put your foot down and say no in your relationship? That's (laughs) next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are about love, dating, romance. Compromise comes with that as well. Or just straight up refusal to do something. Uh, mm-hmm. As in our last case with our caller, Paulina said, my husband wants us to get a hot tub and I don't want to be that freaky couple with the hot tub and have everybody think it's for something else. Um, and so she's putting her foot down. And my question was, when did you have to put your foot down in your relationship and say, no, um, my husband, I had to put my foot down, Simon. When we were early in our relationship, he kept talking mm-hmm. about wanting a motorcycle. And I didn't say, no. But I strongly, strongly disagreed, and I begged him not to get one. Um, Plus, you know, I was like, we're getting married. You're going to be a stepfather. You know, you have a family. Mm -hmm. It's not just about you and your little motorcycle hot rod. And I understand. I do like going on motorcycles. I think it's fun. It just something scares me about the prospect of my husband and uh, the stepfather of my child being on a motorcycle all the time. So he never ended up getting one, and that feeling that he wanted one was very fleeting. It passed. He doesn't even care now. Was there anything ever for you? Spicy food. So I, I, I was dating this woman who loved when we would cook at home to spice 
the sauce or whatever we she likes everything spicy. very spicy oh la 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 and i don't like that for my digestion so <laughs> i told her before that it burns my stomach when there is so much spice yeah and she kept doing it thinking it was funny i don't think it was funny at all so i had to put my foot down and i threw away all the spice that i could wow. find in the house you threw away she, the spice you had to go that yes, far because i like spicy food too but my husband is like you he doesn't like spicy and so when i cook i make sure that i keep it you know a little blander and yeah. then I'll, I'll spice mine after to, but that's love. That's, yeah. that's that's what love is about. But she thought it was funny and she would surprise me with a terrible, very spicy soup and stuff. Oh, oh la, that's not I'll funny. <laughs> All right. I want to uh, ask more. I know our producer Jill said she has about 800 things that she puts oh. her foot down about. That's next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. Compromise in relationships is a very healthy thing, Simon Marcel. I agree. Um, Sometimes compromise is just not working and you have to put your foot down and say, no, I refuse to do this anymore (laughs) or I don't want this or I don't want you to do this. Um, You know, I talked about the fact that my husband wanted a motorcycle. I was worried for his safety. You said no spicy food. No, no mas, no more, please. No No more spicy food for me. Okay, so let's go to our executive producer, Jilly. Hi, my love. Hi. Um, So (laughs) in your relationships, what have you put your foot down about? Well, so I was with the same guy for over 10 years. So he would want to go on this trip every 4th of July to Seattle to see the fireworks. And we would have to go on this boat. And it was a boat where there was all senior citizens, which is fine. But it would be me, my man, and his two friends. Uh And we would just sit there. There was no drinking. There was nothing on the boat. You just had to sit there. It was like a four-hour boat ride to get to the middle of a lake and watch fireworks right so his friends would complain to me about this boat and finally they didn't want to go either they didn't either because it was year after year well why no did drinking. why did they go they weren't like dating him um because the, he's a my, pusher exactly he's a pusher so i had to stand up to him and be like listen we're not doing this anymore yeah and that was it he's a creature of habit he, and it took two years to convince him we're not doing this anymore he feels safe in in things wow. that he knows probably exactly i feel yeah. a bit on the spot though with that conversation why do you bit... feel on the spot because you know how I live, you know, I just, I'm single. You're a creature so, so. of habit. So much. But you're so not much. in a romantic relationship right now. Right and now, you might I'm find not. your partner, whoever that might be in the future, loves to do, you know, the same things and is a creature of habit as well. And it might be perfect would, for you. You know what? That would be helpful. Fingers crossed. That would be great. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. there's a lid for every pot, Simon. As you long as there's no spice in the pot. No spice in the pot. There you go. All right. Yeah. More rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships, advice. We try to help you out. Simon and I are your friends in this Mm -hmm. struggle of love. Hi, Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Bonjour, la belle Angie Taylor, a beautiful realist co-host. Yes. Oh, thank you very much. Um, Okay, so listen, (laughs) we want to always answer any questions you have about your love life. We're not here 24 hours a day as much as we would love to be. Um, Almost. Yes, almost. But if you would like to ask us a question and we're not here, you can still do that by leaving us a voicemail and we'll get to it that way. 855-905-8255. So let's take one that came Mm -hmm. through when we weren't here. This is Justin. Hey guys, this is Justin. Uh, I'm listening 100.3 WNIC here in Detroit. And uh, I was just wondering, uh, how long is too long to wait before you ask for your sweater back? 
Um, I've had a hoodie that I don't ever plan on seeing again, but I'd like to, and then I'd like to figure out how to get it back. But it's been like a year, so. A year? uh, You know, can I claim my hoodie back? Uh, I'll keep tuning in and listening for uh, your answers, please. I'd appreciate the help. Well, thanks, Justin, for leaving that voicemail. I mean, I think the answer, Simon, and maybe tell me what you think is it's been a year. So, yes, you can ask back. It's your stuff. If it's your stuff, you can ask for your stuff back at any time. My advice would be um, that kind of is measured against how crazy or how, you know, uh, much this will have effect on your mm-hmm. future. If if it's somebody that you know you can get the hoodie back, so give it back and boom, it's over, then mm-hmm. get it back. If this is somebody that you know the second you call for your hoodie, she's going to be like, oh, my God, he wants me back. We're getting back. This is going to be amazing. And then there's drama. Then let it go. Simon, what do you think? Agreed. It's really between the drama and the hoodie, right? What is more important to you? Are you willing right. to go through the drama to get the hoodie or you could get the hoodie without the drama or you don't want neither the hoodie because you don't want the drama and you let it go? Yeah. That would be my advice, really. I think The that, potential that, for drama, you base it on that. Reconnecting with an ex or somebody who might be a little cuckoo on you, I personally, at my age, I let, let, let go. go of the hoodie. Oh, let yes. it go. I mean, why go back there? Because even if she's not a little bit cuckoo, if you contact her for any reason a year later, she's going to think, wow, it's been a year. If he wanted this hoodie back, he could have asked a week later. He could have asked a month later. It's been a year. I must be on his mind. He wants something from me. So. Mm-hmm. You know, just be prepared if you go down that road that it might not be a quick exchange and over. No, absolutely. Have you ever tried to get something back from an ex or has an ex ever left anything at your house hoping that she could come back and get it as a way to like break back in? An ex have left some things. I don't think she was hoping really to get back with me. I think she just left a few things, nothing major, a pair of of shoes, I think, and, and a couple little things. The way I handle it, I'm a very calm person, so Just she came. It, it lasted. Yeah, she was in her car. I, I opened the garage door, gave her the uh, her things, and I said, "You know, have a good day." Au revoir. Au revoir. But very, very nicely and softly. N- and never, she never you know. tried to keep going after that. You, no, because if you're very calm, and that's my personality, and not responding by being yeah. dramatic or right. Uh, People don't, they don't have a hook on you. They just, they feel ridiculous being so agitated, I would say. Yeah, and it depends on the nature of what your relationship was too. And I think anybody that's dated you or known you, Simon, has to know that you're not one for drama anyway. So here, take your stuff and, you know, wish you the best. have a wonderful day. Exactly. All right. Well, good luck, Justin. I hope you get that hoodie back. It must be very special. Must be a very important hoodie. Um, More of The Rendezvous when we return with Simon and Angie. You have been listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of The Rendezvous, then what is wrong with you? Don't ever do that again. Um, Because we had great topics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all love and dating and relationships, including when did you put your foot down with your partner? That was Paulina's call. I do not want a hot tub. My husband wants a hot tub. It seems freaky. Um, (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, We also had Metasol's voicemail about wanting to pick her own engagement ring. That was an interesting conversation. It was with Metasol. Yeah. Yeah. And then ways to get revenge on an ex who cheated on you, who hurt you. And there was a list of things to do. We heard some crazy stories. But that's also where your very calm, collected, sense-making, romantic Simon Marcel came in with your... Simon says. Thank you. And Jay said, the best revenge is moving on with your life. 
moving on means taking distance, not trying to uh, do something against the person, leave the person alone, don't contact, don't call back, block, leave your life and, and not be obsessed by how to get back to that person who broke your heart, yeah. hurt your feelings or humiliated you. Yeah, they hurt you. So don't spend any more energy wasting one more day thinking about how to get them back, how to hurt them, because that could be an endless cycle and you could get in trouble and they could retaliate and this keeps going and it could get illegal. So just move on and Start get healthy and happy. Yeah. Absolutely. Heal and enjoy your life. La joie de vivre. Keep that exactly. in mind. Exactly. Thank you, Simon Marcel. You can reach us mm-hmm. anytime. SimonandAngie.com. You can email us. Also on our social platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Simon and Angie, and iHeartRadio app. Search us there as well. And leave any questions you have. We will answer them here on the air. Until next time, thanks for being with The Rendezvous. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.